Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I want to hear cannons. Outfield, pull up, ball to the five, touchdown Tampa Bay. Mike Evans does it again. Fire the cannons, Bucks. It's first and goal. The show goes on for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 32 to 9, your final score from Raymond James Stadium as the Bucs handle business against the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football in a game that, man, oh man, we had talked about on the preview show how important it was for the Bucs to play some of the best football they have all season. And just like they did against Green Bay, just like they did against Jacksonville, the Bucs were able to do it tonight when so far this season it has counted the most and the Bucs come out victorious in the wild card round. They will advance to the divisional round of the NFC playoffs and take on the red hot Detroit Lions. But a huge win <laughs> for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that coming into this 2023 season uh, did not have a lot of expectations among the national media Evan, I cannot explain to you how proud I am of this Buccaneers football team right now. This is a game that, you know, all season long, we have questioned them when they've needed to step up and play well. And they made a statement with a win like this today, especially in the postseason. Yeah, no, 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 they they certainly did. And and I mean, look, you know, the one thing that I, I do think, you know, winning, winning would have been great, right? Like, like winning the, the ball game would have been great, but it, it's the way that you went out and you won, right? You took care of business right from the jump. I mean, uh, didn't score no big drive touchdown. Uh, should have, you know, K-Dotton should have caught the ball. Also should have been a hold on K-Dotton there. I don't know why they, they didn't call that, but uh, starts off, you start fast. You know, you start off with three points and then your defense gets off the field pretty quick and uh, then you're off and running pretty much. And it just seemed like right from the jump, the Buccaneers were the team that had the more energy, uh, that had the, the more desire to win this football game. And look, we talked about it, like, even on like the preview show and stuff like this Eagles team was heading into this one they were hurt like they were very wounded and also they were just not playing good football i mean they were arguably the worst team in the nfl the last month and a half or so i mean they were playing terrible football and they looked like a team that was ready for their season to end tonight and the buccaneers looked like a team that didn't want it to end tonight and they were determined to not let that happen so yeah i mean really uh a really strong performance uh very similar to the jacksonville game uh honestly which i think was this team's best all-around performance and i think this one has to top that now because this one was on a much bigger stage obviously so uh yeah i mean moving on and look winning a playoff game is huge for you know baker mayfield obviously but i mean todd bowles now 
you know, he will be back in 2024. He, he will be back. There was, you know, there was some legit, I, I do believe there was some legit questions, you know, whether or not he was back, even if they made the playoffs, if they weren't uh, able to win. But now with the win, he's going to be back. And honestly, he deserves to be back. W- winning this ball game, he deserves to be back. Baker Mayfield deserves to be back. And this is the progress that the Glazers and Jason Light that they wanted to see. You are you have a winning record, and now you want a playoff game. So we'll see what they can do. And, um you know, I, I just thought, yeah, there's, you know, it, it, we always say, oh, it's going to be a shorter show and the Bucks play this good, but it, it's, they played really well on all, all facets of the, of the game, really. I mean, there was, there was a couple boneheaded penalties and stuff like that. There's a couple of times Baker took some sacks, which, you know, it shouldn't have happened, but you can't complain much about Baker's game tonight. His stat line would have looked incredible without six or seven drops. I mean, if you want to complain about anything, you can complain about that because that can't happen again, right? That's not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to get away with that again. Uh, consistently in the playoffs, but um, yeah, there's an all around just dominant performance right now. And it's something where, you know, the Eagles were a team that were dying to be, or basically begging to be put down, right. Or that was that dog, you know, struggling and going about his day and just needs to be put down. And the Buccaneers were the team that, that ultimately did that. Yeah. My favorite part of this win is not only what it means for a team that came into the year with such low expectations, but what it means for the Bucks franchise in the future of building this football team. There were questions all year about the head coach position, about the quarterback, but after this game, after this performance, the way that this team looked, Baker Mayfield's back in 2024. Todd Bowles is definitely back in 2024. We get a chance to see not only what this team can become beyond whatever they do the rest of this season. Uh, But we get to see some consistency here in Tampa Bay, which you love to see. I'm incredibly happy for Todd Bowles. I'm incredibly happy for his coaching staff, guys like Dave Canales, getting another chance to run the offense here if he doesn't great game up. plan great, just a yeah. fantastic game plan i mean you want to talk about playing to the strengths of your of your football team and playing to the the weakness of the defense look we know the buccaneers are not a great running football team right and then they haven't been there's been some spurts where they've been able to run the ball well but you know they've mostly been able to pass the ball with some success this season and with the eagles like while their rushing defense has fallen off a little bit they had the second worst Yards per game allowed through the air in the NFL. Second worst, the Eagles defense. And the Buccaneers went out early and often and attacked them through the air. It was a perfect game plan. And this was a game plan that showed it was able to adjust. I thought the Eagles did a really good job of trying to handle Mike Evans today. He did ultimately get his three catches for 48 yards. But, you know, he only had one catch through, I think, five targets there in the first (laughs) half. It took them a while to get him involved, but... Two of those three passing touchdowns today from Baker Mayfield. One of them was 40-plus yards for Trey Palmer. The other one was a 52-yard receiving touchdown for David Moore. So not only did Dave Canales cook up a wonderful game plan that kept things going, the run game looked pretty well today. We'll dive into that some more. But a lot of the guys who made plays today on both sides of the ball were the young guys on this team who have stepped up time and time again this 23 season. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. And... Uh, not only those, but it's, you know, it, it's the guys, just like you said, you know, David Moore, first career postseason touchdown, Trey Palmer, big play. On his birthday, um, by the way, happy 29th birthday to wide receiver oh, David Moore. Nice, nice birthday nice. present for him. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a perfect birthday present. But yeah, I mean, Kate Otten. I mean, I mean, Kate Otten. I mean, yeah, he had a few drops, but like, dude, he was their number one like option tonight. Like, like he really was. And uh, quiet day from from Rashad White. But when you get contributions from guys like Kate Otten and David Moore and Trey Palmer, 
uh, yeah, you're, you're not going to need as much from from your big guns like, like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and Rashad White. So, yeah, really, it, it, it was really nice. And, um yeah, I see I see a lot of people people in, in in the in the chat, you know. I I look, here's the thing, folks. Like I say stuff when it's earned, you know? And to me, you know, the Buccaneers have earned it, right? The the Buccaneers have earned this. And by the way, people are complaining about no hat. I mean, I am wearing the Bucko Bruce here, so uh we 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 do we do have some Bucko Bruce. Uh but I mean, yeah, really, it was again, an all-around performance and even on defense, I thought you know, guys like that we need to step up uh, throughout the season. Guys like Shaq Barrett, I thought had a pretty nice day. Joe Trinshawinka, I thought had a pretty nice day. Uh, there was a lot of guys. Jamel Dean, I thought was really good today. So it, it, it was important, I think, for the Buccaneers to get contributions there. Uh, we do have a five-hour super chat from Nicholas Rodriguez. Appreciate the super chat, Nick. Uh, if this defense can play like that next week, we will be back to the NFC Championship game. The pass rush was solid, too. Yeah, I mean, and look, the, the Eagles had no answer for the Bucs blitzes. And that's been the case for the Eagles for the entire season. Um, they have not had an answer uh, for for any type of blitz thrown their way, and we knew Bowles was going to keep throwing it at them. So uh, the Buccaneers blitzed the third most in the NFL. But the issue has been this season, they haven't gotten home consistently. Tonight, you know, while they didn't get, like, sacks every time, they were able to get home a good bit and at least cause uh, cause an incompletion. So, $2 um, super chat here from Chris Higgins. He said, who's going to stop the 9 and 8 bucks? Hashtag late night Wendy's. That's Thank right. Chris for donating to the Wendy's fund. We talked about this defense on the game preview show, and I had said, honestly, I think the X factor for how this game is going to go is going to be how the Bucks are able to defend the run. DeAndre Swift didn't do shit tonight for Philly. They they did a really good James played in week yeah. three for Philly. Tonight on 10 carries, DeAndre Swift finishes with 34 yards. Jalen Hurts on one carry, only five yards. And then Kenneth Gainwell on four carries, only gets three yards, averaging 0.8 yards a tote. The Bucks run defense, I mean, from top to bottom, I thought this defense did as good of a job as we could have asked for here in a playoff game. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Um, and yeah, and then the Eagles, you know, I thought they were going to try and run the ball a little bit more than they did. Uh, I mean, especially with the weather forecast that was predicted, which, I mean, didn't really show up. You know, it was supposed to be a good bit of rain. I was thinking, man, this Eagles team, they ran the Bucks a good bit last time. And, uh, you know, uh, so amazement with a five-hour super chat really quick. Uh, awesome performance from our youngsters uh, tonight. Both sides balled, and the staff game plan was great. Attacked that Eagles secondary big time. They definitely did. I mean, they, I, the Eagles were not able to tackle. Uh, they were not able to tackle at all, but look, the Buccaneers did a great job of attacking those weaknesses and getting the matchups that they wanted. And clearly one of the matchups that they wanted was whoever Kate Otten was on, because I mean, it, it, it didn't seem to matter. They were just trying to get him the ball and look, it's, it's, that's good. Like that, that's a good thing. And when he's rolling, he's rolling. Um, so yeah, it is, uh, it is definitely, um, you're definitely a good, and like I said, an all around performance though. Kate Otten, your leading receiver tonight for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, actually breaks a record and is now uh, the tight end in franchise history with the most catches in a postseason contest, breaking the record previously held by Rob Gronkowski, who had six catches in Super Bowl 55. But yeah, eight receptions, 89 yards, averaging 11.1 yards a catch tonight. For KDOT in one of his career best games. By the way, folks, 200 people in the chat right now 
appreciate you all appreciate you everybody here thank you all so much this might be a record for us for a live show right now uh we appreciate it so much uh really 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 do Let's get into the quarterback here as we break down the Buccaneers offense who played incredibly well tonight. Baker Mayfield, 22 for 36, 337 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Probably would have had 410 yards and four touchdowns in this game with no picks at KDOT and been able to hang on to the football and a couple of other Bucks receivers tonight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they ended up scoring a touchdown, but Mike Evans dropped that big one early. Uh, that was right in his hands. They, like I said, didn't really hurt me. They scored the touchdown. Uh, but yeah, it's it, man, just unbelievable. The night he had with as many drops, you know, it could have been even better. So. Let me ask you a question here. We, we've talked a lot about Baker Mayfield, and we've had an argument all year uh, about how you personally feel because pe- people know how I feel about Baker. Like, I'm Team Bake. I'm ready to see him back. He won me over a couple of weeks ago after that Jacksonville game. Like, I, I, I'm i all in on the guy. And now that we know Todd Bowles will definitely be back for 2024, you have some consistency among this Bucks roster. After what we just saw in a playoff performance, he needed to step up and have a big day after a disappointing showing and really kind of a slow end to the regular season there. Uh, what did what did Baker Mayfield do in your mind today after a performance like that? One of his best games in a Bucks uniform. Yeah, I mean, the only the only complaint I have is, you know, holding the ball on too long, you know, holding, holding the ball for a bit too long. But honestly, early on, I thought he was going through his reads very well, um, thought he was decisive, thought he was pretty accurate. I mean, that ball to Evans, that Evans drop was a dime. Um, really nice. I mean, I see it here. He had 22 of 36, 337 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, that could have been much better, uh, was accurate with the football. And, yeah, he had a bunch of drops. Like, it's, I, you know, and I, I thought he made the right decisions. There, was, there wasn't many balls. I think there was maybe two. Where I was like, oh, it was almost picked, you know, and like, but I, I thought he made a lot of the right de- decisions here too, and also, you know, used his legs. I thought when he needed to in some critical spots. I know there was a, I think there was a third and five where he ran and got it with his legs. Uh, it was a big spot there. Had a couple of sacks today that unfortunately knocked the Bucks out of field goal range. But aside from that, you could tell early. I think he was comfortable in the pocket. I think he was, you know, trusting of his offensive line today. They did a good job there in the first half, allowing him to feel comfortable, and then. Finding a rhythm on the deep ball. The Bucks took a lot of shots downfield, even though they were playing with the lead for pretty much the entire game, uh, which you do love to see. So you got to build on it and you got to hope things can get better or at least you can sustain this type of success on the road against a tough Detroit team. Never thought we'd be saying that. Uh, getting ready for a tough playoff team in the Detroit Lions. Yeah, on how the about road that? Bucks, Bucks and Lions in a playoff game. That's... uh. That's something. You know, it's been a wild uh, wild card weekend, if you will. But another yes. stat that kind of kind of blew me away is that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be traveling to Buffalo next week. Did you know? Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. And this yes, is it Pat is. Mahomes' first yes. career road playoff game. I was yeah. stunned. I was like, are you shitting me? This guy has won two Super Bowls, played in three, but he has not played a playoff game on yeah. the road. You know, considering all the playoff classics that Kansas City has gotten in recent years. But amazement with the two hour super chat points out the second most playoff wins since 2020 are the Bucks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, the, the Bucks are. They're turning into like this elite organization. Like, you know, not not the best team every year. Like the Bucks weren't the, clearly weren't the best team last year. Like they weren't a very good team last year. Like, you know, and and like and like this year, like no, were they great? No, but like they're turning into this team that like consistently is always in the mix. And that's that's a culture, 
right? That's a winning culture. That's how you establish a winning culture. And uh, yeah, that they are turning into one of the uh, better organizations and better run organizations in the NFL. Credit to, you know, obviously we're saying credit to Todd Bowles and credit to Baker Mayfield, but you know, man, credit to Jason Light. Uh, Jason Light does a terrific job. David Moore, touchdown tonight. Jason Light signed him. Trey Palmer, touchdown tonight. Jason Light drafted him. Baker Mayfield, balled out. Jason Light signed him. You know, Yaya Diaby, Klaja Canty, great night. Jason Light drafted both of them. Anthony Nelson with the safety. We haven't even talked about it. The Bucks got a safety in this one. Uh, you know, uh, f- fantastic. You know, so really, I mean, even Zion McCollum, while he had two offside penalties, played well tonight. Jason Light draft pick. You know, Jason Light has constructed one heck of a football. No, excuse me. One heck of a football team here. And uh, I don't think that that should be that should be forgotten about. So while the credit, you know, for sure needs to go to uh, Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield and those players, absolutely. Uh, I don't think we can forget about Jason Light, John Spytek, uh, Mike Greenberg, uh, uh, Jackie. I don't remember her last name. Um but you know, and I, I will remember. I will get it before the show goes out. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think we can we can forget about those. And this front office has honestly been an elite front office for a good bit now, for like a little bit of time here, and and it's been it's been massive for for the Bucks. Absolutely. One of the things that I like to hear about as well is how Jason Light and really this entire yeah, Bucks Jackie Davidson. Sorry, yeah, Jackie shout out Davis. Jackie Davidson. It, what I like to hear about is how this Bucks organization ultimately treats their players. You know, they like having them around from what you generally hear from the players who choose to talk about it. They have enjoyed their time as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. And again, I think Jason Light is a huge part of that tonight on the broadcast. I'm not sure if you caught it, but within the last five minutes of the game, Bucks are kind of running some things out. The defense is on the field. Jason Light in his full suit garb and all fresh from the uh, from the owner's box. He's down on the Bucks sideline, shaking hands with Baker Mayfield, hugging him, you know, giving him a nice big embrace, shaking hands with Chris Godwin and all the other guys that just went out there and executed one hell of a game yeah. plan. It is a tight knit group and you've seen it, you know, the cohesiveness between Jason Light and Bruce Arians. Like, I think that had a huge effect on uh, the relationship that they were able to have and even, you know, navigating their relationship with Tom Brady, including him into the mix. Like, I, I know that there was a bunch of media bullshit about Arians and Tom Brady and the disagreements that they had, but they achieved the ultimate goal. They won a Super Bowl, and yeah, you know, bringing in Bruce Arians, I think, was the catalyst to, like you had spoken about, raising the standard for what it means to be a part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization and uh, finding ways to win, even if it's a dominant playoff win against the defending NFC champions. I know that the Eagles were in a little bit of a tailspin, but they were a talented team. And we have doubted this Bucks team all year long when they've played talented teams. And uh, here in the second half of the season, they've really come around. And I think you've got to credit everybody top to bottom. But it, it, at the end of the day, you've just you you can't credit anyone more than the team and this cohesive right. team from the organization to the coaches to the players. They it's are all firing. One. It's all one. Yeah, you know, they are. It's, it's all one. They are firing on all cylinders and they are coming together at the best possible yeah. time right now. So, so yeah, so if you do want to call in, I saw it in, in the chat, uh, check the upper corner there. The upper corner right below the bet online uh, thing is the meeting ID and the phone number. If you want to call in, 
to give us your thoughts on the game. Give us your thoughts on next week, perhaps, even though going to have a full week to talk about Detroit. Would l- prefer to focus on tonight. Um, but also, Joel Enrique with a $20 super chat. Thank you very much, Joel. Uh, this was a statement win for the near future of this franchise. Well, yeah, there it is. On, I don't wait, know wait, what wait, that wait, was, on, but there on. it was. Hold on. Let me get the. Nope, That's not well. the right one. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's for all the Philly podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Joel. Uh, win for the near future of this franchise. Go Bucks. Thanks for the years of content rent and Tampa Bay. Thank you, Joel. Thank, thank you for, for supporting us here. Uh, we you know we wouldn't really be anywhere without you guys. So all 202 of you in this live stream right now. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. And it would just be, uh, you know, two guys sitting here talking with nobody listening. So if it's not for you guys, uh, the, this show doesn't exist. So, you know, we definitely appreciate you. Like I said, if you guys want to call in, uh, let us know what you're thinking, how you feeling uh just there's the number right up there so we do have a caller we will get to our first caller of the show appreciate you holding you're on the can of fire podcast who's this yo it's bk jackson tampa florida BK, man. what's up man how you feeling Woo. hey man Woo. hey man <laughs> i'm i'm definitely lit like i'm i will say this i know you guys have touched on a lot of things and of course i'll be watching you know throughout the week for everything else that you guys are going to dive into but man, not just, it's not about wins. Like I wanted to be convinced. I wanted to see a win. I wanted to, I needed to win. I was deflated coming into this game after the Saints game because I felt like that was the statement game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, if we lose today, I could take a loss, even though I didn't feel like we would. But everybody kept picking the Bucks. It was Monday night. Got a little nervous. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, if, if we lose tonight, I could take a loss, but I can't take if we don't show up. But the complete opposite. We definitely showed up. We showed out. I think a couple of key pointers, obviously the drops, crazy concern. Like definitely mentality in the receiver room was definitely arguably our greatest room of all the positions on the team. You know, you definitely want these guys to show up and show out. So it was a little, you know, disheartening to kind of see that. And I was kind of nervous early on, um, but definitely sticking with that. I will say that I felt like at times we got away from the run and we're looking for mm. Baker to be a hero, to give him his swan song, to, you know, to give him just that moment. And I, I it scared me because I felt like Baker was feeling that and it got a little nervous, not for this game, but for him to think that that's okay moving forward um, with Detroit, like there's not, you're not going to have a chance to, to make some of the, you know, throws that we know Baker's going to make. <laughs> so when you see somebody open on 31, you got to throw that ball. You can't hold it and take a sack moments like that. are the only things I'm just like, come on, babe. like, mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't leave points on the field. Let's not, you know, do that. And then, you know, just crazy mistakes that honestly both times worked out in the Bucks' favor. Uh, on, on the, uh, two point conversion came off a penalty that brought the offense back out. Mm-hmm. And then Zion again with the, um, with the neutral zone, uh, taking three points off the board again. So, I mean, honestly, like Zion gave us four points back, <laughs> <laughs> but we can't have that type of stuff. Those type of things, you know, I, I just I don't want the win to mask the level of discipline that it's going to take to be competitive next week. Um, but other than that, 
I'm extremely happy about, you know, what happened. I'm happy to see a complete team. We got to shout out the all-star punter again, man. He kicked his butt off today. I mean, literally, so every time he sent that thing in the air, it was falling right or around the 10-yard line. And I don't care, you know, what team you are. You got to drive 90 yards every single drive. You're not going to have success in the NFL. So just across the board, we made all our kicks. <laughs> like everybody from from up and down, and I'm really excited about what I saw. Hopefully, we can put this together against Detroit because Detroit looked incredible as far as that atmosphere last uh, this uh, a couple of days ago, and just them as a team. But I feel like Jared Goff is beatable. I know you guys are going to get into that this week. I'll leave it there for there. Um, but those are some dogs on the other end. But I, I'm happy to see what I saw, which gives me the confidence. Oh, did we lose him? I think we may have lost him. But we are going to. And to me, that's all I want to see right now. So I'll leave it right there, man. Let's go, Bucks, man. Appreciate you guys for everything that you guys do. They're incredible. And I'm always watching. Yeah, great, thank you. Great call, BK. And yeah. and he made a great point as well about the level mm-hmm. of discipline that the Bucks are going to need to maintain because, you know, this game was 32 to 9. And I don't know if that speaks to just how impressive of a game the Bucks put together or obviously how much of a tailspin the Eagles were in coming into this, probably more so the latter. But two of the biggest draws from tonight, when you look at the mistakes, I, I think the sacks pushing them out of field goal range, you know, leaving points out on the field. The Bucks weren't in a position tonight too many times to have to leave points out on the field, but if this is a closer football game and you're not winning by more than two scores, then yeah, you know, that that field goal that you potentially miss out on from taking a sack on thoughts on what BK brought up just about the discipline. And actually, really quick before I forget, $2 super chat from our buddy Joel Elrican says Jason Light for GM of the year. And he, 10- could, he could get consideration. I, yeah. I do think he could some consideration uh when you think about you know losing tom brady being having the eight hours of dead cap like i do think he could get some consideration our buddy matt diaz also says let's not forget about chase mclaughlin when we talk about free agent uh, signings in this that's, that's the best class. one late made this past off yeah chase mclaughlin <laughs> may i mean he you know the offense played well today but he's also going to be the unsung hero today for the tampa bay buccaneers he has been just nails just just he's, nails yeah he, he's been money from 50 plus from damn near 60 it doesn't matter the bucks needed some range and accuracy with a new kicker and uh, they got it with their guy in chase mclaughlin i love him also a 10 dollars super chat from our buddy deontay incel before we get to this next call great game by tampa i love what i saw tonight i'm with you deontay it's hard to feel Really, any other type of way. Let's get to our next caller. Been hanging on for a little while, but you are on the Can of Fire podcast. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Alden. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so, something's not something's not right with my audio. Hold tight one second. All good. We got a little bit of patience. Check one, two. <laughs> Come on, give me some love, man. Give me some love. Hold uh, on. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear y'all. I just, uh, if you're able to hear us, we can hear you perfectly clear. So in tonight, um, a couple things came to mind. Um, first and foremost, Mike Evans is not going to be worth whatever he's asking. You can get somebody who's actually going to catch those balls. Have you guys ever gone back and done like a count of this, of the season? Uh, where he's dropped them in critical situations. 
We have not yet, but it, we actually did talk about this less than a couple of weeks ago when, when talking about trying to forecast at least what that contract is going to be. And I do agree. I, I think something that's going to stop him from getting north of like $27 million, which is probably what he thinks his market is, is going to be those drops. Because not only have they been some crucial drops, I mean, there's been more than a couple of touchdowns he has dropped this year. And this is a guy that absolutely. led the NFL in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So you think about what he left on the table. It, it doesn't look great for the Bucks, but I, I, I can understand your point. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Evan? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it matters. And I think the Bucks are going to bring that up at contract time. I mean, that's going to be something where, uh, you know, but also, like, I honestly don't think Mike Evans, this is my personal opinion, I don't think Mike Evans is going to find out in the open market what he has been asking for anyway. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I do think they're going to settle. Something in the middle of that, right, where the Buccaneers were. Right. Before the season versus, you know, where Mike Evans was, I think it's going to be somewhere in in the middle. I don't foresee Mike Evans going anywhere, but I I do get, you know, I I get it, right, Alden? I definitely get it where it is frustrating, uh, especially in big moments like that. Like, playoff game, man, like, that's a deep shot. That could be a touchdown. That can't happen, you know? And, it yeah, Yeah. sure, like, the the Bucs scored a touchdown on that drive, and it was sort of forgotten about, right? And I think it's forgotten about because of the final score because they scored. But, hey, if they lose that game, that's a big moment like Mike Evans could have potentially yeah. cost them the season so that yeah it definitely uh, needs to clean it up what else you see tonight well it's so, something that uh, comes to mind as well with all of that you know put your general manager hat on uh, you can get something out there on the market that's going to be more reliable for less so but that's that can just help the team in other ways for next year but I want to get on to Baker his receivers hurt his greatness tonight yeah, I mean, do you realize that they hurt the making of his legend because that dude was lights out getting the ball to his receivers in so many different ways, no interceptions. His uh, his, you know, the stats for he got robbed of like just juicy stats. Not that he should be after that, but you know, they're they hurt his case for you know getting more money for his his contract extension or whatever he's going to get, but. I believe that people across the league watch this and they see it and they know that, you know, his accuracy, he can be hyper accurate sometimes. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is fortunate to get him. Um, now, defensively, we, we got over on this one because Philadelphia was just not fully loaded. But they're still professionals. They got to come out there and play the game. They've got pride. They're you know, Super Bowl champions. They've been to the Super Bowl. Um, this is not a lightweight win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is not some gimme. Every mm-hmm. prognosticator that's out there was like, man, something could happen with the Buccaneers, but I'm taking Philadelphia in this one. <laughs> and it's just across the line. And, you know, Baker went out there and just balled out. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy for him. Um, I'm happy that, uh, the Buccaneers are going to, you know, have a shot to get revenge against Detroit. Um, they, they can compete with Detroit. They can, um, but you got to play for your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you got to play, you got to play the brand of football that they played tonight, honestly. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. why I kind of like that matchup uh, with Detroit because it's a team that they've already played this season. So they can kind of go back into their bag of tricks. I think Dave Canales can look back at the film and look at what didn't didn't work. You know, it was night and day 
uh, the Buccaneers on offense against the Eagles week three on Monday night football and tonight on Monday night football. Two different teams out there. Uh, so I would argue that this game against Detroit next week could be the same story, but we'll just have to see what Bucks team decides to show up. But anything else before we let you go, my friend? Um, you know, one concern that I had for, for uh, Tampa Bay moving forward was officiating. And um, what did you think about the officiating of the game? There are a couple plays in there where I'm just like, how is he not getting that call? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I, I thought I, I've watched Baker. Well, let, let me say this. I've watched Baker since he's coming to the league with Cleveland. I'm telling you, the refs call him different. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, it seemed anyway, like there was there was a surprising amount of no calls. We appreciate your call, my friend. Uh, there were a surprising amount of no calls this weekend, I thought. I mean, just between the Miami game, watching the Pittsburgh-Buffalo uh, game, uh, Detroit-LA, like th- there were a couple of plays this weekend where I was watching it and and I'm thinking like, wow, these refs are really just kind of letting them play, you know? And, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if maybe some of the flags they started throwing in the second half of this game against Tampa were more so sympathy calls, but... I can kind of get his point where the last couple of weeks there's been some late flags and some no calls that honestly the Bucks probably should have had. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to talk about the the hold on Otten there. Um, I also thought there was a point, and I don't remember exactly where it was, but I thought Mayfield actually got sacked and he got hit in the helmet. Um, which that's a big no no, obviously in today's NFL. But uh, they, they didn't the call it. on that, didn't they? What's that? It, it, was that the one they got the roughing on, or was that another one where? No, they 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 didn't call it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, they yeah they they didn't call it. Uh, but uh, you know, look, refs in professional sports are they're bad. Like the NFL, I think is probably the worst. You won't be honest. Like the, the, they're bad. They're always gonna be bad until they're like full time guys that need to work on this. You know, throughout the entire year, they're gonna be bad. And like, I just think you just gotta deal with it. You know. So I mean, it can go both ways. Collier on the Can of Fire podcast. What's your name? What's up, guys? It's Richard from the West Coast. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's up, Richard? Oh, man. I, I, I'm going to sing something to you guys. You ready? Right, here we go. Here we go. Cry, Eagles, cry. On a road to rebuilding. G A G L E S. Hey, round of applause for it. Let's go. Clap it up for Come the on, Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll clap it. We'll give you a clap. Give you a clap. There we go. There we go. There we thank go. You, thank you. The crowd hey, goes wild. Something about something about beating the Eagles in the playoffs. Doesn't it just? feel like an extra sweetness right yeah it's it's almost ingrained in our franchise history at this point the bucks you know knocking the eagles out of the playoffs it, it, it three straight that, yeah three straight three straight one of those being the nfc championship you love to see it love to see it love to see it uh i'm not going to take much of your time guys i'm just so excited for this win uh, I just want to give a shout out to Kate Otten, man. He, yeah, you know, everyone was struggling on offense. With, well, as far as receiving, I used the big gun. Um, he had a couple drops himself, but he really picked himself back up, and he really became that security blanket for Baker. So um, he he's not the best wide receiver or, or, or tight end. I'm sorry, he's not the best 
tight end, but he really became that security blanket tonight um, when when the Bucks really needed it, um, and it opened things up. So shout out to K. Dotton, man. I, I'm excited for you guys. You guys, thank you both for doing this uh, post game. It feels so good to call in and talk Bucks with, with people. And uh, uh, go Bucks, man. You guys have a good rest of your night. Go Bucks, so you much, too, Richard. Richard. Always great hearing from you out there on the West. And, and we even got blessed with a song, so I'm that's that's a bonus there. Yeah, he put in some work, put in put in a performance, and uh, all we can do is thank him. But we are going to move on to our next caller. You're on the Cannon Fire podcast. Who's this? This is Deontay, guys. What's going on? Deontay, Deontay. my man, what's up? What's up, man? It's good to see my boy Evan smiling, man, after a bus <laughs> game, man. We don't get that a lot. I love it. That is a fire hoodie, by the way. Thank I'm you. Little, I'm a little bit late coming into the uh, the pod, but boy, does it feel good to eat some eagle, man. <laughs> I love beating the eagles. I don't care if it's 13 to 12, 32 to 9 like it was today. It repeats itself, man. I think we got the tiebreaker, right? Was Weren't we tied? Three three in the playoffs versus uh, I I believe I believe this was the sixth matchup I thought. I, I will check that uh right now actually. I'll let you know. I think we might have got I think we might be one up now after this game. I could be wrong though. Don't 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 quote me. Deontay, what did you think of the defense tonight, man? I know we haven't talked a lot uh, on the pod so far. We've been talking about Baker Mayfield and Kate Ott and all these other guys on the offense that stepped up, but one of the things that we have failed to mention tonight is, you know, when unfortunately a penalty allows the Eagles offense to come back out for a two-point conversion to try and make it a two-score game, the Buccaneers stand tall. They stopped the tush push. I think one of the only teams in the NFL this That's season. Twice. That's the second time they did it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they've done it. They did it in the week three matchup. Yeah, Vita Vea yeah. single-handedly did it in week three on Monday Night Football, and they did it again tonight to prevent okay. the two-point okay, conversion. Okay, so, so Deontay, I, I got some good news for you. It's actually the Buccaneers are actually now four and two against the Eagles in the playoffs. Yeah. So they were three and two. The Buccaneers already led. So now they they're just padding on now. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I thought we were tied. Yeah, yeah. The, the last time, let's look at it this way: the last time the Eagles beat the Bucks in the playoffs, I was about six months old. So you can put it that way. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> A little bit of history for us, but yeah, back to the rest of uh, the defense. Um, let me let me just say this: I think the defense played the best it's played all year. I have to give Todd Bowles his credit. Mm-hmm. I was definitely on. Now, I wasn't riding shotgun on the bandwagon to fire Bowles, but I was definitely in the back seat. <laughs> I was definitely in the back seat of it. You know, we lost six out of seven. I can't lie. I can't lie to Cannon Fire Podcast. I was definitely on the bandwagon to fire Bowles, but you know. Um, we won five out of six. His side of the ball started balling. I got I got to tip my cap to that. And, you know, he did his job. He beat the Eagles in the playoffs. I think his job is safe. Oh, yeah. That's just my opinion. I think his job is safe. Play base, basically playing with house money. Um, I think Jamel, Dean, Carlton, everybody had their best game. Vita Vea, Cansey, uh, Greg Gaines got a sack. Yeah, how about that? Holy, holy. The only person that really, like, had, like, a little blimp was was Evans' boy JTS on the hold, which was <laughs> a little ticky tack, but it, it was a, it was a flag. I, I'm not blind. It, it was a flag, but I wish they I wish they wouldn't have called that. But yeah, the defense played uh, lights out, man. Baker Mayfield played lights out. Um, 
And I did hear uh, somebody slandering my – I will tolerate no Mike Evans slander on the Cannon Fire podcast. Thank you. Thank because you. if you Thank really you. know ball, if you really know ball, you know that Mike att- uh, attracts a lot of attention. Everybody wants to see, you know, a ball going through his hands every once in a while. But the guy just led the league and touched – tied the league and yeah. touchdowns with Tyreek Hill, who was another Hall of Fame caliber player. Yeah, and, and with all if due you respect, you want to trot out Chris Godwin and Trey Palmer and Devin Tompkins out there without Mike Evans to see you're going to win a game. Yeah, probably not. Uh, they're not going to win. We much. might not score ten points. Well, <laughs> and with all due respect to that caller, you know I understand his point. I think he may have been a little bit of a Baker Mayfield fan. I don't know, just a hunch that I got. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we can talk about some of the shortcomings that Mike has had this season. And yeah, I do think that that makes a difference in the long run as far as what his contract is going to be with whoever he ends up signing with. Uh, but I don't think a couple of drops like that in a season where, yes, he did tie for a league leading 13 touchdowns, uh, some of the best statistics of his career, another t- uh, 1000 yard receiving season, his 10th straight the first and only NFL player to start his career with 10 straight NFL seasons. Unbelievable. After, I can't believe. Nobody. After all of that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I can't believe just, just overlook something like that because he, he drops a ball or two. After, like, it's yeah. the best offensive player the Bucks have ever, ever in their life drafted. It's not yeah. even close. Exactly. After everything that he has accomplished in the red and pewter, I think the Bucks at least owe it to him to give him a contract and allow him to retire here. Absolutely. You know, it, it, he's just Absolutely. he's one of those give guys. Give him the Larry and, Fitzgerald treatment till he, till he yeah. retires. He's one of those timeless figures in Tampa Bay sports that, you know, once it's all said and done, they're going to be talking about him as one of the greatest ever. I don't know if you're much of a much of a hockey fan, but very similar situation with Steven Stamkos and the Lightning. You know, I, I really hope that they find a way to pay him at the end of the year, because if they don't, it would be incredibly disappointing because he's going to be looked back at as probably the greatest Lightning player of all time. But yeah, Mike Evans definitely deserves his roses. I, I do agree. Right. No, no Mike Evans slander allowed on CFP. No, Rhett, I went to my very first hockey game this year, buddy. I went to a St. Louis Blues game and bought a Jordan Bennington jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I went to my first hockey game ever in life. Just because my boy lives in St. Hey, Louis it's, and it's, we went to a game. It's, I mean, honestly, you know, watching it on TV isn't the, the coolest thing in the world unless it's the playoffs, but it's pretty dude, fun. Dude, it's a pretty live, fun live, live experience. Is yeah. Oh, man. It's actually, that, that, that's actually my favorite sport to watch live. That's my favorite sport to watch live. It is very fun live. Very yeah. fun. All right, Deontay. I recommend everybody do that. Final thoughts before we let you go, my friend. Um, Just keep riding high, man. This was the best play calling we've seen. I mean, if you want to take the offense, you want to take the Houston game, you know, over this game offensively as the best game that Davis has called, you know, I wouldn't argue it. This is hands down the best game that Todd has called. He he just coached the shutout last week, and then, you know, he just did this to the Eagles this week. Now, granted, they were decimated at receiver with A.J. Brown and then Julio getting a concussion, but – you know, that's still Jalen Hurts and that offensive line and Swift and Batman Smith over there, man. Those are, they still got some playmakers over there in Philly. They have their own issues, man, with coaching and free agency. I'm glad I'm a Tampa Bay fan right now. I can't even lie. I hear you. Huge win for this Buccaneers team. Looking to keep the momentum rolling next week in Detroit. Deontay, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Go Bucks. Always. Go Bucks. 
All right, let's get some 200, callers. 205 people in the chat really quick. This, this, you know, we're talking about the callers. Don't want to forget the chat for sure. Uh, thank you to everybody who has super chatted so far. Uh, appreciate you all. So uh, keep it, keep up, keep up the support, guys. Appreciate it. This has been a great night for not only the Bucks, but also for us. So thank you. You're on the Can of Fire podcast. Who's this? Corey from Nashville. That's Corey. Cool. Oh, man. There he is. <laughs> What's up, Corey? Hey. But 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 we scored nine points last week though. <laughs> but we only scored nine points against the Panthers though. So uh-huh. let's worry. Let's panic. Panic at the disco. The Eagles only scored oh, nine points man. tonight. <laughs> listen, listen. I, what a gym defensively. Todd Bowles cooked up tonight. Mm-hmm. My thing. I love a defense that can just get stops, and it's not big play oriented as far as like turnovers, sacks. We just were solid tonight. We gave up that one big play, and the Eagles got a touchdown out of it. All right. But the defense was dominant tonight. And Baker Mayfield, mistake-free. But how about when's the last time? And I know you guys have been Bucs fans as long as I have. When's the last time we've seen a game full of that much yak? That, that had to be one of the records in the last 20 years of Tampa Bay's yak. Yeah. I, like, oh, I, yeah. I think the Bucks had like 200-plus yards uh, after the catch or after contact tonight just because tackling was so piss-poor by Philly. Like, seeing Trey Palmer show us that 4-3 speed. And quite frankly, since the Saints game, he's been coming on. It's just, you know, we lost that Saints game. And, you know, but I was happy to see how he played in that Saints game. He, 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 was, he was aggressive. And, and um, But Baker Mayfield, being the point guard of the team, man, he did what he needed to do. We had, a, we had drops that took him away from having a 400-yard day in a wild card. Actually, probably having the most impressive quarterback day of wild card weekend, which is it's an amazing feat to think that we're only paying him twenty dollars an hour. Like, <laughs> uh, like, talk about overachievers. Like, <laughs> like yeah. um, I'm just I'm very proud of this team um, because they showed me tonight. Everybody's been watching the Eagles the last few weeks, and we know they they haven't played good football the last few weeks. But we could have came in here tonight and not have played good football and put them to bed. And I thought that showed signs of we showed signs of killer instinct tonight, being able to put a being able to put a team to bed, like get rid of them, get them get them out of here. Didn't play with them, got up quick, got up by two scores quick, first two possessions of the game. Mike Evans doesn't drop that team touchdown pass. I mean, we 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 finally get an open and drive city. I'm very impressed with our mentality and our focus this week, and I look forward to taking it to Detroit, a team. Quite frankly, they are the antithesis of what Philly is as a locker room. Detroit couldn't be more together. Mm-hmm. They couldn't yep. be more together. And um, we have to go in there and we have to play like we did tonight as far as playing sound football. It's not going to be perfect. You're playing against other professionals, um, other coaching staff, other players. So it's not going to be perfect, but play sound. No stupid turnovers. No balls getting tipped at the line of scrimmage turning into an interception like we did last time we played them. Which, mm-hmm. uh, that took the whole momentum of the game. But also, um, great game, Bucks. And I look forward to going to Detroit. They're not as talented as the Eagles, but like I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, I, I would agree. I would, as far as pure talent, I, I would agree. I mean, obviously, they're playing yeah. much better football than the Eagles are. Well, but like as far exactly. as pure talent, yeah, for sure. Exactly. But hey, guys, go Bucks, Tampa, like it always is. Home away from home is was great to me. Had a great time. Besides getting drunk real early, but uh, I love you guys. We'll, we'll do. Hey, hey, we get to do it again, baby. Yes, sir. Do it again next week. Yes, sir. Go Go Bucks. Bucks. 
Always great hearing hey, from you. Hey, I'm in the you. car with a Cowboys fan. He doesn't know what it feels like to win this weekend, so I'm trying to be nice <laughs> and political with my with my excitement. So it's cool. Though. Well, you're a good you're a good friend for that. Well, but baby, hey, what about that NFC South now? And talk about that NFC lease. <laughs> NFC lease. That's true. Get off my get off my division dick. Sorry, all that time. Uh, Appreciate you calling, in, Corey. Yeah, he, he he made a great point. Uh, honestly, I, I think my favorite part of this win, and we had one more call, but I guess he dropped out. So Corey will be our final caller of the show. But the best part of this win is is really not only the answers that we've gotten uh, just on the future of the franchise, because I had brought that up at the beginning of the show, but the the validation that I think the Bucks can receive from a win like this, because as, as one of our callers had said, like, this wasn't, you know, it was a beat up Eagles team, but it was still an Eagles team. Like it's still an Eagles team yep. with Jalen Hurts and DeAndre Swift and Devontae yep. Smith. I know no AJ Brown, uh, but most of their offensive line was out there and the Bucks handled them. You know, it wasn't fluky. The Bucks didn't play down to their opponent. I, I mean, the Bucks, you know, seemingly needed to play up to Philly's level in this one, but they took advantage of an injured opponent. They took advantage of a team that has just fallen apart down here. Uh, that that has fallen apart here down the stretch, but this win is validating because of simply because of the progress the Bucks have made this season. You know, losing six out of their last seven in the middle of the season, the way that they did, could not have made me feel any worse. Like there's, you know, there's not a lot of good you can talk about during a stretch like that. But I think the way that this team has come around, we talked about the regression of the defense you know, being a reason that Todd Bowles was in the hot seat headed into the postseason. And this defense recorded a shutout in a division game to determine, uh, well, I guess to clinch the NFC South there in the final week of the regular season. And then they absolutely neutralized Philly tonight. Is someone, I think Corey brought it up, uh, only that big deep shot to Devontae Smith, a couple of, like, I think two times tonight, he had a reception for over 25 yards, one of them being like a 45-yard bomb. But just a validating win for this organization from top to bottom. And, and, and yeah, we've talked a lot about it tonight, but a great point from Corey, always great hearing from him. And I'm glad that he's out partying, man. Hopefully he, uh, Corey, if you're listening, stay safe. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate everybody called in. Like I said, appreciate everybody that called in, everybody in the chat, everybody that super chatted, um, you know, appreciate y'all, you know, we're, uh, y'all in this together and, uh, you know, we, we've, I know we talked a lot about, you know, sort of, at, you know, at the end of the season, we always talk about, you know, the, the fans and stuff and, you know, not just Bucks fans, but this fan, you know, specifically of this show. And, uh, we're just, you know, so appreciative of, of you all. And, uh, we're happy, you know, that the Buccaneers can continue to keep playing football and, you know, we can continue to talk to you about the Buccaneers playing football. So we don't have to get into the offseason stuff yet. There will be a time for that, but that time ain't now. So, um, you know, we're, we're happy that uh, it goes on. This will be my final point before we wrap up here. Just kind of adding on to what I had said about how much this win validates the Bucks. It validates them so much to where... And I'm not putting all my eggs into one basket. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. And I don't want people to get upset because I know we are celebrating tonight. But tonight's win was such a uh, such a dominant win, such a validating win. And it proved so much for this team that even if they lose next week to Detroit, like this season is still a success. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, with the expectations, what they were headed into this season, not only from local pundits, but national media who didn't expect them to win anything. You know, going out and winning the division and then absolutely dominating an opponent in the first round of the playoffs. Like, 
we kind of thought it was going to be the opposite case for for any for any playoff team the Bucks were going to face in the first round. You right. know, kind of like last year when you had Tom Brady, we thought it was going to look like that game against Dallas where you're down 25 points at home in the third quarter and you're just yeah. you're struggling to find answers. And uh, the Buccaneers found some answers and then some tonight. They flipped the script on Philly and they took advantage of a bad Philly team that if you ask most Philly fans uh, would probably tell you that didn't deserve to be there. But it, 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 regardless, it doesn't matter. You know, not a lot of people picked the Bucks in this matchup when they first found I, out they were going to be playing Philly. You didn't yeah, pick the Bucks. Re, 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 we'll say one thing, though. Uh, the ESVN crew before the game, all four of them picked Tampa Bay. And I said, oh. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is this is the kiss of death. I was like, it, it's over. But, um, yeah, all four picked Phil, uh, picked the Bucks to beat the Eagles. So, and then, yeah, at that point, I was like, uh-oh. But it uh, turned out uh, okay. So, for a playoff win, I had to don the, uh, the victory shades and, of course, my victory beanie here. But it, it, this was a good win. This feels like the culmination of everything that this staff and the players have been trying to do since week one. Uh, you know, the job isn't done. Job isn't done. Anything can happen in the NFL playoffs, and the Bucks have a very tough test on the road next week against the Detroit Lions. But this is a team that has is, has exceeded my expectations. I'm sure has exceeded your expectations, exceeded the expectations of the local media, most of the local fans, the national media for damn sure. And at the end of the day, it's a good feeling, and uh, you can hang your hat on that. So congratulations to Coach Todd Bowles and the rest of his coaching staff. Congratulations to Baker Mayfield and all the other guys in that locker room. They deserve this win 110%. Yeah, no, no, for sure. They they definitely do, and... Uh... Gonna be a gonna be a physical one next week. Gonna be a you know definitely a tough one next week on the road. Being in the playoffs, you know, on the road is never easy. But uh, yeah, it, it's nice you know to uh, to win this one and again make progress on last year, especially with such a young roster, uh, a roster that was limited in what they could add this past off season. You know, to be able to uh, to do what they've done this past season has been uh, nothing short of, of a of a success for everyone involved. So, ladies and gentlemen, with all that being said, that's just about going to do it for this week's post-game episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Uh, what, same time next week? Maybe a little earlier because the Bucks play Sunday. A little bit earlier. It won't be this late. I, if we're doing it this late, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Sunday. Actually, no, not next week. Because, you know, we got six days, brother, because they're playing Monday. So the Buccaneers do have a disadvantage uh, because they are on six days. But, hey, uh, it is what it is. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, sure. Well, yeah, why not? We'll be talking about this next week. <laughs> we'll have some more content for you guys as the playoffs roll on. Covering all things Tampa Bay Buccaneers right here on the Cannon Fire Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe if you have not already for more great Bucks content. And shout out to everybody in the live chat. We appreciate everybody for the Super Chats tonight. Our buddy Joel Elrican, I think Amazement sent one over. And uh, Deontay Incel, who also called in. Thanks to everybody who called in. Our buddy Deontay, Corey, Richard from the West, West Coast. I love the delay. That's my favorite part of the Richard calls is that yeah. you always ask who it is. And then four seconds later, it's Richard. We love you, Richard. <laughs> He's in the chat room tonight as well. Josue Ortiz, Willie Beam and the moderator holding it down. Bat W, Al Bundy, our buddy Tony Baloney, Buck Wild, the other moderator holding it down. Vincent Price, Letus Productions. Shout out to Letus, who actually just put out a really, really good highlight reel 
of the 2023 regular season highlights of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So go check that out. Yeah, he, he always does great work. Always does great work. Yeah. Also find the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. Best place to go for updates on the show. And of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneer news as it happens. Speaking of Bucks news as it happens, you can follow my co-host Evan on Instagram at Bucks underscore daily. You can also find him on Twitter at Evan NFL and check out his written work at BucksNation.com. What have you got this week, winner? Yeah, well, we an, another week of another Q and A. So we will be doing, uh, and again, it's another. It's going to be the second Q and A because uh, it's another team that the Buccaneers faced in the regular season. So it'll be the second time doing a Lions Q and A, and also uh, be sure to check out the the Buccaneers X Factor, uh, which I last this past week I had the X Factor as the Buccaneers linebackers, Levante David and Devin White. I thought Devin White played an okay game. I thought Levante David was all over the place tonight. So uh, I. I I thought Levante David was fantastic tonight and made his presence felt. So uh, we'll see uh, who I pick uh, this coming week to be the Buccaneers X Factor to get a win up in Detroit. Looking forward to it and stay tuned for a brand new studs and duds coming out this week on the channel as well and exclusive for all of our people over there on YouTube. Last but not least, you can find myself, Instagram and Twitter at Redicus, R-H-E-T-T-A-K-U-S if you follow me. I will follow you back. We'll talk to you guys later this week. Hopefully we can cook up some special guests to get you ready for the NFL divisional round. The Bucks taking on the Lions. Going to be a great game. If they can build off of what they showed us tonight, I'm excited. Incredibly excited. It has been a great evening. We appreciate you all hanging out with us. I'm your host, Rip Matthew, signing off for my co-host, Evan Wanish. We'll talk to you in the next one. Until then, and as always, thank you for listening, and go Bucks. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.